RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Friday, May 3rd, 2019. Coming up on today's show, Marina Sirtis hopes the Picard show will return to TNG-style morality plays, Will Wheaton credits Star Trek as a tripod leg for his career, and CBS fares both well and poorly in its quarterly earnings. All this plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question and your weekend staying in playlist. Coming up next. Marina Sirtis's Counselor Troy was an invaluable advisor to Captain Picard on Star Trek The Next Generation. Now Sirtis plays Counselor in her own right and weighs in on what she'd like to see from the new Picard show. The big issue out of the UK has an interview with Sirtis in which she acknowledges that she doesn't know much about what the show will be like, but she knows what she'd like it to be. Sirtis says, The original show and TNG tackled issues of the time, and I think I would like it to do that again. It felt like we were doing a little morality play every week. I loved that about our show. Star Trek has lost that a little bit. I think if we go back to that with Patrick's show, that'll be really good, because we've got a lot to talk about right now. We have issues to discuss. The still-untitled Picard show is filming now and expected out later this year. In other news, still untitled? I mean, really? Still? Many Star Trek fans are aware of Will Wheaton's complicated relationship with the franchise. But this week he made it clear that there's still a bit of fondness there. Digital Spy brings us the story of Wheaton's moving Instagram post, commemorating the taping of the last ever episode of The Big Bang Theory, the show that arguably reinvigorated his acting career. In the post, Wheaton said, I think it's fair to say that if I built a tripod out of my career, the main legs would be Stand By Me, Star Trek, and The Big Bang Theory. It kind of blows me away that I get to say that. It is remarkable to me that I have gotten to have all of these things in my life, when honestly just one of them would be more than anyone could hope for on his or her resume. The Big Bang Theory airs Thursdays at 8 p.m. 7 central on CBS and CBS All Access in the U.S. and other carriers internationally. The hour-long series finale airs on Thursday, May 16th. CBS spent yesterday reporting their first quarter earnings, and among all the hot takes, I thought I'd take the opportunity to share a few key takeaways. Media Play News, in their analysis, emphasizes revenue growth and the good performance of streaming services in offsetting growing costs. Overall revenue, they say, is up 11% to $4.17 billion. The entertainment unit, which is comprised of CBS All Access, CBSN, and other streaming services, contributed $3.1 billion of that, and itself was up 15% year-on-year. 
The extra revenue from streaming services offset Showtime OTT's 3% revenue drop to $552 million. For those of you unaware of what OTT is, like I was about half an hour ago, OTT is over-the-top, commonly used to describe a streaming service that supplements or extends a broadcast service like Showtime. Also in the piece, Media Play News highlights that subscribers for CBS's on-demand services, which combine CBS All Access with Showtime OTT, grew a substantial 71% year-on-year, from 5.3 million in 2018 to 9 million in 2019. But what about the rest of CBS's content that isn't streaming? A piece from Bloomberg highlights that while revenue growth was strong for the eye, they missed analysts' expectations for the first quarter. Expectations came in at $4.3 billion, while the final tally came in at a paltry $4.17 billion. Bloomberg attributes the miss to a drop in syndication sales, which fell year on year. From the piece, CBS gets its revenue chiefly from advertising, content licensing, and fees from subscribers and affiliated TV stations that carry its programs. The company has pushed hard to increase them all. Though the Super Bowl audience slumped from past years, ad sales climbed 18%. TV networks are also squeezing extra dollars out of smaller audiences by making cable TV services and affiliate stations pay higher fees. CBS has been the most-watched primetime network in the U.S. this TV season and airs five of the ten most-watched shows, but syndication sales fell 3.2%. The Hollywood Reporter looks more at the business side of the business in their analysis, repeating the refrain that signs point to a possible CBS-Viacom merger, but without much concrete evidence. And finally, where does all that leave Star Trek? TrekMovie.com points out that acting CEO Joseph Ianello specifically called out the new Picard show in the earnings call, saying, We will launch a whole new Star Trek series starring Sir Patrick Stewart as Captain Jean-Luc Picard, which will have strong international appeal. TrekMovie notes, It's noteworthy that the CEO talked about the international appeal of the Picard show, because as of now, it is not known when or where the show will be available outside of the USA. However, also on the call, Ianello teased that CBS All Access could soon be expanding to Latin America and Europe. He said, We launched All Access in Canada a year ago and followed it up with 10 All Access in Australia last fall. Next up, we will launch our direct-to-consumer services in Latin America and Western Europe, two regions where we see high growth potential and strong interest in our premium content. Hmm. Seems like they could really benefit from some pre-existing infrastructure like Paramount Plus just announced. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm getting you set up with your weekend games and podcast playlist in just a moment, but first, a word from me. How much would you pay to have fresh Star Trek content delivered straight to your ear holes every single weekday? Well, lucky for you, you can get it absolutely free, right here. 
It costs nothing for you to download and listen to this show. It does, however, cost me to produce it. Software, equipment, and hosting all add up. So if you are able, supporting me with a contribution through Patreon would be a huge help. Even a dollar a month will make a difference to me. To find out more, just head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Yesterday, I brought you some getting out events, but if you're more of the staying in type, then you'll want to check out some special events going on in Star Trek gaming this weekend. In Star Trek Online, PC players are in for a treat because there are a ton of goodies on offer this weekend. Get bonus commendation XP in the Junior Officer Weekend, bonus progress tokens when you play the featured TFO, get 20% off duty officer packs in the C-Store, and the Phoenix Prize Pack is back where you could be rewarded with a brand new ship. On Xbox and PlayStation 4, Star Trek Online players can earn 35 marks with no cooldown by playing the Zenkethi Red Alert. Find out how to download Star Trek Online at StarTrekOnline.com. And in Star Trek Timelines, this week's hybrid faction-slash-galaxy event ends Monday. Save the refugee founders and the Zindi homeworld in Extinction Point. Star Trek Timelines is available on iOS, Android, and Steam. Now it's time to get you set up for the weekend with the latest podcasts from across the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Priority One is doing a roundup of the week's biggest news stories, plus more details around the upcoming Star Trek Online update, Rise of Discovery, featuring Jason Isaacs and Rekha Sharma. Mission Log Live takes listener calls as they recap Season 2 of Star Trek Discovery, covering burning questions like whether Captain Pike is too perfect and whether 1,000 years in the future is just too much. On the Trek Files this week, returning guest Fred Bronson talks about the high hopes for Gene Roddenberry's The Quester Tapes and its many links to Trek. And now you've waited all of this time, so what is the answer to this week's Trek trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, what Star Trek actor has played a record-breaking three different Klingons on screen? The answer? It's actor Kenneth Mitchell, who played Cole of House Core in Discovery Season 1, Cole Shaw, Cole's father in Discovery Season 2, and Tenevik, son of Chancellor Lorel and Voke, also in Discovery Season 2. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network